It's that time of the week where we discuss all things Norwich City here on Talk Norwich City. Welcome back, everyone, to the TNC podcast. Jack Reeve and Chris Reeve back with you for the next hour or so to dissect everything that we witnessed at the weekend. Somewhat of a post-mortem and look ahead to this week coming. A big game on Tuesday night against Dean Smith's old boys, Aston Villa. Chris, you good? I was going to say, have you recovered from the weekend? I, I suppose there wasn't too much to recover from, barring that Cristiano Ronaldo penalty. Yeah, I I, I actually went away and more or less as soon as I left the ground, I, I, I was actually okay with it because mm. we... we gave it our all we we put in plenty of fight we showed character we showed spirit we showed more determination in that single game than we did in the entire time in the premier league under daniel farker and i was genuinely really pleased really really pleased with how the lads applied themselves i was really pleased with the way that dean smith went about the game i was so pleased um with the with the squad and particularly that starting lineup because you and i jack we looked at that on the concourse and we went oh no this is going to be a cricket score today and do you know what we got it horrifically wrong and um, we didn't need to be worried and what I'm certain what I'm sure we'll go into some more in more detail but I'm just so pleased and I'm in awe of of Dean Smith and Shaky because he's getting a tune out of Lucas Roop PP Jakob Sorensen's now in the room again and and I'm just thinking you know for you to be you know, getting players like that and making them perform, you know, and I know Manchester United weren't the best, right? And Cristiano Ronaldo was genuinely nothing special, but it's still Cristiano Ronaldo. Well, I think as well, like, yes, United were poor, but it takes, um, if they were up against a poor side, they would have won comfortably. So I think we have to take some kind of credit. We'll be getting into uh, that Manchester United game a lot deeper during this show. Please do feel free to get your questions in. A quick mention at the top of the show for our sponsors, Lakens. I'm sipping on it tonight. 20% off down in the description below. Um, not long now until uh, you need to get your orders in if you want them by Christmas. So get them in. Um, and, and Jack, I need to say on Lakens, goodness gracious me, did they impress me today? Did they? Oh, wow. They rocked up. Yeah, and they yeah. didn't. Just, they didn't just give me a, a my, my, my normal mixed case, which I absolutely love. They rocked up with a keg of what's called Saint Nick's. Yeah, here new, we go. It's a new Christmas brew, and honestly, I cannot wait to crack it open this weekend after we've uh, after we've beaten West Ham away. And I am really going to enjoy that to its to its 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 full. Well, um, the, the, the wonderful thing about them barrels are, I think they're about. Eight or ten pints, I think, in there, maybe a little bit less. And, um, and I, I the only, only other time I've got one was at Valentine's. They, they produce a wonderful uh, yes. brew called Jack Valentine. Um, and it was during lockdown, so I was the only one drinking. Um, I was the only one in, in the flat with Jen, and she doesn't really drink ale. Um, so I polished it off all in one night. It was a phenomenal evening. Um, and, and I'm sure a lot of you will, will enjoy St. Nick's. Um, let's get a few questions in. Uh, it's me, James E. Chris has mentioned him already. Um, but let's talk about Jakob Sorensen. Uh, James E. wants a statue outside of Carrow Road. Chris, it, I think a lot of people have, uh, have forgotten just what a brilliant job he did last season. Uh, in at left back last yeah. season, we signed him as a central defensive midfielder. This weekend, mm. in at centre back. I mean, we were giggling, weren't we? Because he's about five foot six. Um, and he was having to defend uh, a man, Mark Cristiano Ronaldo, but did a brilliant job. Yeah, look, I've I've, I've met Jakob Sorensen, albeit briefly, at, at the uh, at the England Euro final, along with uh, with, with Mister Hugel. And um, you know, he's he's a really quiet lad, um, mm. really unassuming, and just really, really nice, almost too nice. And when he was thrown in in the championship. You looked at it and you thought, he's done a great job, but it's the championship. And I almost feel like we, or maybe the fan base in general, maybe we've mislabeled Jakob Sorensen. Because I remember when he first came to the club, we spoke to Jens Bertalaska, of course, a former North City defender, Danish, and said, look, this guy's great, but it's not going to be right now. It's going to be one for the future. Look, Jack, I'm looking at that game and I'm thinking... I'm really comfortable. I'm really comfortable with Jakob Sorensen playing anywhere right now. Quite frankly, if Dean Smith said, 
Do you know what? I'm giving Pookie a rest on Tuesday night. Jakob, you're up top. Do you know what, Jack? I think he'd bang the goals in. Seriously. I, no, there is nothing that Jakob Sorensen cannot do. I'm so impressed with him. And considering his age, and he's coming up against Ronnie, and there was no rabbit in the headlights, and he took to it like a duck to water, a Danish duck to water. And do you know what? I love that from him. The, the, the Danish duck, I feel a new uh, nickname coming up. In all seriousness, though, where do you think his preferred position is? Because I, it, it looks as if Ben Gibson will be fit to play against Aston Villa, which is brilliant news considering our, yeah. our, our woes with injuries at centre-back. Yeah. Does it raise the question, is he the central defensive midfielder that we've been crying out for this season? Um, oh, well, look, at the moment, Norman's Because out. that's where we signed him for. Yeah, right? I know, Chad, but, but the matter of the fact is, Lucas Roop at the moment is playing really, really well. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I think deserves, um, deserves game time. And so, and I think he probably arguably deserves it more than Jakob in that role at the moment. I look. We know. Look, it's always great to have a player that can play, uh, that, that, that can be a sponge and can play almost anywhere on the pitch. We've got that in Jakob Sorensen, and I know we don't want to say this. And I'll, I'll, this is the last time I mention it on this podcast. If we go down, if we go down, Jakob Sorensen in that central defensive midfield role, mate, I think he'd absolutely tear the championship a new one. I really do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I. I'm, I'm really, really content with Jakob. Brilliant Good. player. Good. Uh, Yellows NCFC. Let's get this one, and I'm sure this is something that will crop up a lot this evening. What did you uh, What did you think of the refereeing on Saturday? I thought it was awful. Now, by by Chris's uh, exasperated tone, there, I, I assume I know what the response will be. I'm actually going to take an opinion that I don't think is probably held by too many Norwich fans. I, well, that's a surprise, Jack. I, I, I didn't. I didn't think the penalty was too harsh. I think Max was was silly to do what he did because the ball was going miles over Cristiano. Look, I, I get why he did it. I think in that time of the game, it was it was a silly decision. I think that the one decision that Norwich can feel hard done by was the uh, the handball off of Billy Gilmore's strike in the second half. But we didn't appeal. There were no there was no appeal whatsoever, and it and it seemed like a clear handball to me. I mean, I'd watched the Manchester City against Wolves game earlier in the day and and, and the exact same happened. And Manchester City were awarded a penalty. Now, I know, Chris, you tweeted after the game that you're sick and tired of decisions seemingly going more towards the big clubs if we're still classing Manchester United as a big club. Um, is that your genuine belief? Do you, let's say that that handball was... The other way, do you think that would have been a penalty? Yeah, it's. It, I'm. I'm. T I'm telling you now that VAR is rigged towards the bigger teams. <laughs> yeah, but you're laughing, Jack. There'll be people in the comment section that agree with me. Most of them, in I'm fact. I'm sure there will be. Yeah, and it, but it, but it's not. Just, and I, do you know what I thought? Do you know what? I'm going to do a bit of market research here. Maybe I'm a deluded Norwich fan. I'm going to go and talk to some fans of, of some other football clubs that are outside the top six and get their take. Lads, do you think that the top six have got favoured decisions when it comes to VAR? They all said yes. Every single one of them. And they are really switched on. They're not like us. They're actually quite insightful, smart people that we've had in the Oppo, for example. And... They are thinking the same thing. It's so, but but you know what, Jack? Right? There's not a lot of noise about this. Everyone's talking about the 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 Maxi Aaron's um, penalty, of course, bringing down bringing down Cristiano Ronaldo. My God, Tom Daly would have been proud of that dive. Absolutely pathetic favour, and um, pathetic behaviour. Behaviour, sorry for from the world's best player, supposedly. By the way, not a scratch on Lionel Messi. Seen them both yeah. live now. Yeah. There's no, it's no debate anymore. Anyone that thinks Cristiano Ronaldo is better than Messi is is is, is completely deluded. Um, and and the other one that we're talking about is, of course, the, the Billy Gilmore chance where he, he, he hits it so true. It's a great strike. It's definitely going in. And the bloke has his arm down, but it's a handball. It hits his hand. But people, yeah, people keep saying it was in a natural position. It wasn't. It was, it was like, if, if it's in a natural position, it's down beside your body. But I'm telling you, if that's the other way around, United get it. And Man City got it. And all the big clubs get it. But anyway, that's not my point. What actually annoyed me more, Jack was the God. fact that Manchester United should have had 
15 red cards. Sorry, not red cards, yellow cards. <laughs> I've got put off because my doorbell's ringing. My, my pizza's coming for tea. Um, <laughs> they should have had so they had 15 yellow cards. Yellow, more yellow cards than players. Mate, honestly, mate, honestly, there were so many yellow yellow card offences for Manchester United. I think it was Connor Southwell tweeted. Yeah, I think there were 17 fouls and one yellow card. It's shocking. Genuinely shocking. And it's so... Do you know what? It's It's just... It's actually blatant now. Like, it's mm. actually so obvious that the league is corrupt. I don't even know what to say anymore. Do you, no, 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 it is, Jack. When when VAR, when VAR comes up against us, I know it's going the other way. Um, we talk a lot about responsibility on this podcast. And I like this from Lee. He's chipped in with some no-nonsense self-awareness. Another way oh, to overcome these no, debates. Stop. No, hang on, hang on. Look at that profile picture. Dog of the, dog of the day? Dog of the day, 100%. Another way to overcome these debates is to take your chances and then we've got nothing to moan about. I love that from Lee. Love Lee, I love that from you. Yeah, no, um, it's fair enough. It really I, is. But I, I, I keep getting, Chris, this, this niggling noise in the back of my brain that says how many times in the, in the Premier League we walked away from Carrow Road going, we played well, but we didn't get any points. There's only so long you can do that for before yes. you're staring the championship down the barrel. And it just felt as it just felt once again on Saturday, had a couple of chances, and we're just lacking that sprinkling of quality up front. Yes, we are, but let's not write, let's not sound that siren until after Christmas. But is yeah. that not a worry? Yes, of course it's a worry, but I don't you know, Dino's just come in the house. He's practically had to go through a pre-season with the lads now. He's starting from scratch. He's teaching them the way that he wants to play. Yeah. He's bringing players into the fold that haven't barely kicked the ball. He's bringing back Todd Cantwell, who's been cast out to the under-23s. He's got players out injured, players with COVID. I know I'm making excuses. I know we should have taken our chances. But seriously, look at that. The, the difference is, Jack, right? After that Tottenham game, we did a podcast. I was bitterly disappointed because you concede three and we also gave nothing up top. Whereas this time it was a spirited performance against Manchester United. Ozan Kabak had two, honestly, De Gea showed that he he was world-class. He showed that he was world-class against us. De Gea keeps United in the game. They didn't really have a sniff. I think we had equal chances on goal, on target, sorry. The stats were even. I think we're unlucky to not get a point. So, look, it's a real shame um, that, that I'm just laughing at a comment that I can't bring up on screen. Fred Snell says, Chris stinks of a spinach and ricotta pizza express takeaway. I can <laughs> confirm that it is Domino's. <laughs> is it, it going to be cold by the time we finish this? Ah, I'd be all right, don't worry. I quite um, like a cold pizza. Anyway, man, I'm not worried. I'm, not, Good. I'm, I'm, just not, I'm just not worried. And I'm going into this Aston Villa game thinking, come on then. Let's so get you're, these three points. Okay, fine, fine. Um, elementary H2 is a question. Um, thanks for the super chat. First super chat of the evening. We put six past Bournemouth by playing Sergeant in his natural position and Jollis next to him. Why haven't they played together since? Makes zero sense to me. Well, elementary H2, I'll start by saying Jollis has COVID, so that's an issue. Um, we were up against the second string championship side in Bournemouth. Um, but I, I guess the question stands chris in in the there are players playing out of position to an extent yes yes and 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 you know i do wonder whether dino will be knocking on stuart weber's door and i know that he said in the agm that we ain't going to spend any money but i i think we're in a position where we're looking like we probably might have to um to stand the chance this and do you know what i know it's against who we are but this feels like the season to have a little punt to have a gamble to have a go in the January transfer window Jack because we're still so close look at the league yeah, table. yeah. look at the points now I know there'll be people screaming at their YouTube channels now they'll be screaming at their phones saying you're deluded Chris you're this you're that we're down we haven't got the players it regardless of whether you think we've got the players or we've not got the players we are still so in it points-wise. The door is wide open for Norwich to fly through it. And I know it's easy said and done, but all you need to do is get two or three wins on the bounce and you're out of there. You're out of there. And I think there's going to be some teams sucked into that hole. And, and, and I think that Norwich will have a good chance of getting out of it. I, I believe under Dino, 
that we can survive. I do. And I know at the moment it's not going to be a popular opinion because we're still losing games of football. But I, I genuinely believe with the, with, with the squad that we've got, when they're fully fit and Dino's got them going, I, I think we could cause some damage. Mate, I'm proud, I'm proud of how we played against Manchester United. Allegedly one of the, the biggest, best clubs in the league. Sod off, were they? They were average. They were absolutely average. We made Fernandez look like, well, he was, he was average. <laughs> Chris, I'm, I'm going to say two words and, and I'll let you speak in whatever manner you want to, following these two words. Go on. Puemazwa Pojeta. Baller. Decent, weren't it? Mate, I... What yeah. did I say? I said Dean Smith likes this man. And you what did, do we see? Yeah, you did say the that The only Dean... thing shocking about Pojeta's performance at the weekend was that awful haircut. No, he can keep that haircut if he keeps playing like that. I am really impressed with, with PP. He's been putting in the work. Reminds me of reminds me of Yannick Fildsgut, excellent winger. No, nah, he's not he's not as he's not as bad as Yannick. Um <laughs> I I'm really impressed with PP. It was a really again spirited performance. He worked so hard for the team. And do you know what I like, Jack? He came off. And the Barkley gave him a proper good round of applause. Yeah, like he deserved it. it, and he deserved it. And honestly, this could be the point where the turn, where 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 the where the corner turns for PP. I think it could be because he's now potentially going to get a string of games, isn't he? Because Jolis is out, and still, you know, he's going to take a while to get back after after having COVID. Media Rashid's is um, going to be out for Aston Villa, isn't he? So, look, I. I I'm up for a bit of PP out of absolutely nowhere. Do I think he's good enough? I think the jury's still out. But am I happy with what I saw against Manchester United? Absolutely. And yeah, um, I certainly, I certainly think I've seen more from PP in that game than I have in Josh in, in Josh Sargent. So well, I, I think the nice thing about PP is, is we haven't, we still haven't seen too much from him, considering he's been here for a little while now. I think most people just assume that. He's all about pace. I, I saw quite a mature, balanced performance from Pojeta against the Manchester United side that had a lot of attacking talent. So he had to do his defensive duties as well. And, and mm. I thought he was good. Um, Jack Hailstone says, um, I don't think playing Sargent in his natural position will change anything. It's a 50-50 as to whether he'll actually hit the ball when trying to shoot. Look, Josh Sargent is a a man who's been talked about a lot this season and, and sadly for, for mostly wrong reasons. Um, where, when is the point in which you can continue to play an attacking player um, mm. having not scored a league goal this season? You know where I'm at, Jack. I, if I'm the gaffer, I'm protecting him. Um, I think the, the good thing for Josh, but potentially the bad thing at the moment, is that, um, that he has to play because we've, we've got too many injuries and players out to not play him. Look, maybe it's a good thing. He's now going to come up against Aston Villa. It's not the quality that we've seen, um, you know, Tottenham and Manchester United. I know Aston Villa are a team packed full of really good players still, but I don't know, mate. I'm still, I'm still giggling. I'm still, I'm still, you have to laugh. If, if not, you'll cry. Against Manchester United, there's a chance where he's got on the edge of the box and he decides to do some blooming pirouette thing uh, and lose the ball with loads of time. Didn't need to do it. And then there was one moment where he stood on the ball almost like Dumbo or, or 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 Bambi on ice and just sort of fell over it. And I'm just thinking to myself, he look, I do think there's a player in there. I believe there's a player in there. I know that he's got potential. I trust, I trust our scouts, I trust the stats, I trust the fact that they brought him in. I just think he's He's just not ready yet, and no, situation with him, aren't we? I think that that his his work ethic and willingness to try is undoubted. Like he's he's yes. puts himself about, and and yes. I think in the championship you can get away with that, and that automatically puts you above quite a lot of players who aren't as mobile as Sergeant. But when you're in the Premier League and you're maybe getting two, three quality chances a game, and you're not converting them, that's the difference in survival and relegation and I'm not seeing enough from Josh Sargent in them forward positions at the moment unfortunately for Dean Smith at the moment is there isn't really an alternative um I guess we've got Campwell but he's not a a Sargent type player and and suddenly you're looking at what felt like a fairly 
yes. dense uh, and, and populated area of the pitch, you're going, you're going. I don't know who we're playing now. Yeah, yeah. but um, we've not seen we've not seen enough from Sargent, but we've certainly seen enough from Jay Chitteran. Wow. I mean, Jay Chitteran's it's, it's a very very kind gesture, and and clearly throwing that money in to get his dog of the day profile picture. Uh, entered into our <laughs> make-believe tournament this evening. Jay Tish Chitteran's dog, currently dog of the day. Uh, and Jay says, take it back, Jack. The Polish prince has beautiful hair. Happy holidays. Well, happy holiday to you, Jay. I assume watching from the glorious United States uh, of America. And, and how dare we mock your man, Josh Sargent, after such Jay. a kind and generous um, present in this festive period. Jay, thank you so much. And, and seriously, guys, we always say this every time. Please don't feel like you have to super chat to get your comment read out. We we normally just pick them at random. So don't feel like you have to put any money in at all. We're so grateful for it, though. It really is massively appreciated. It will all go on Lakens over the festive period. Um, <laughs> yeah, very kind, Jay. Um, Chris, uh, Chris, just quickly, I want, we've mentioned Poheta. We've mentioned um, Jakob Sorensen. I don't think I'm going to say who you're about to say. Maybe I am. But I want to talk about Ozan Kabak. He's Ozan, he's Ozan, he's Ozan Kabak. He's Ozan, he's Ozan, he's Ozan Kabak. Mate, look at heck. Yeah, there's a player in there. Mate, he looked absolutely outstanding. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying, and I'm not saying he was crap before that, but I... You know, Ozan Kabak was really getting me going against Manchester United. I looked at what, what, what impressed I'm you so, with that performance. So pleased you're in our team. I really am. Just the aggression. Yeah, I like that. Passion. The fact that he got his skull on it twice. And by the way, both great efforts. The fact that after he missed, he didn't go back. He was agonizingly pained by the fact that he didn't score. Ozan Kabak, brilliant player. But we know he's a brilliant player because Klopp said he was a brilliant player. Well, so I think the thing with Kabak, and we said this after Leeds when he made that mistake that led to um, the second goal, we said, like, there's clearly a player in there. It just doesn't feel as if he's being coached or knows his duties because he went on that mazy run where he lost the ball against Leeds. And you just felt if he was being coached correctly, he's drill that's drilled into him not to do that. And we've seen under Dean Smith, he's come yeah. in, he's looked incredibly yeah. assured, mature, didn't yes. give the ball away. Um, yeah, it felt good from Quebec. And, the, and and that's promising, Chris, that we've brought in three players who were, before Saturday, a long way from the starting eleven. We've brought them in for no other reason than injury. And yes. they've impressed. It's given I mean, Dean Smith a, a proverbial headache. But I'm, 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 I'm just so far down the Dean Smith river at the moment. I ain't getting off it anytime soon, Jack. <laughs> I'm, seriously, I am. I am so impressed with how he's. I just looked at that team and I thought, "Oh no, this is bad." bad well, it felt Manchester City. Yeah, it felt as if we were going to get pumped Chelsea-esque, or we were going to create but a miracle. And in the end, it was like, "This is promising." They were absolutely brilliant, and it's not. And I'm not disrespecting the players. I'm bigging up Dean Smith because these are players that haven't really been involved. He's bringing them in and they're playing absolutely fantastic football. And do you know what I like, Jack? They're playing as a team now, not as a mm. bunch of individuals that sort of do their own thing and don't come out for a second half. They've got some punch about them now. They've got some fight about them now, you know, and, and you know, big up to Dean Smith for doing that. And one thing that Dean Smith has got a problem with, which Phoebe, by the way, hello to Phoebe, um, who's watching, has said, and loads of other people have said as well, is what is going to happen now? Because we've still got this debate, Jack, of the Emperor of Norfolk, or Brandon Williams. Yeah. Who do you pick for Villa? Well, I, I think I think you pick both. Hello. And I think you put Dimi Yanoulis in left wing. Hello, guys. I really I really like the idea of it. I, I like Brandon Williams at left back. I like his aggression. I like yes. the fact if you have a go at him, he'll have a go back. Yeah, good um, for you. But I really, really enjoy watching Dimitri Yanoulis. I think he's one of the most cultured footballers we've got at this football club. Yeah. And I think I, I see more attacking prowess from Yanoulis than I do Williams. And I just think it's a it's it's a waste to have one of them on the bench because I think they're both Premier League quality. And in a in, in a team where we are lacking Premier League quality in certain areas, why not just see what happens? I mean, what's the alternative? Well, maybe uh, maybe maybe he'll. He, I'm, I'm... For sure, we're aware of the fact that Dean Smith isn't afraid to mix it up, Jack. And I like that comment from you. 
put it in the, the mixer, see what happens. That Giannoulis is, is the, one of the most cultured players that we've had at the club. I sincerely hope he's sponsored by Norwich Castle because he's that cultured. <laughs> yeah, he deserves a sponsor of that level. Mate, the balls he puts in, the pace at which he runs at defences. Mate, I'm really up for a bit of Dimmy right now. I seriously am. And by the way, do you know something else I'm going to say as well? And I've been messaged about this and I'm going to turn the tables on you, JR. On me? On you. Now, Chaz Tats has said this. If you scroll further up uh, on the comments, he has said, Lucas Roop has been absolute class. LR7 over CR7. We said it on the match day experience. And I can confirm I only had one beer then. I'm saying it stone cold sober now. LR7 over CR7. And Jack, I think it's time that you issued an apology. Well, I don't know who I'd be issuing to an Lucas. apology well, to I, Lucas, because your disrespect has been disgusting about I think that's this. That's incredibly story. unfair, considering that considering that we sponsored him. I've been one of Lucas's <laughs> biggest advocates during his time at the football club, and I think it's about that's time. I think it's about time that the viewers of TNC apologise to me because <laughs> I've called for this all along. I've wanted no Lucas Roop in this side, as you can see from Chaz Tats's picture. I was oh. probably thinking about Lucas Roop in that in that image as I was smiling away. So. Good to see uh, Lucas Roop in the side. And once again, like many of my footballing opinions, proven correct. That is fraudulent. No, to be fair, he, he has been he has been very good. And I think it's once again um, highlighted by the fact that these players are incredibly well coached under Dean Smith. They know their duties. They're given simple duties yes. and they're carrying them out. Yes. And it also shows that the recruitment that we're doing has been criticised, and rightly so, by the way. But maybe the recruitment that we've been doing has been right, but they need time to flourish. And this is something that I've spoken about but before. But do we right? have time? No, we don't, Jack. No, 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 we don't. But I'm saying that, you know, we signed Lucas last time in the Premier League with the the, the greatest player ever to bless the Norris City shirt, which is, of course, Duda. Um, and it didn't work. <laughs> Duda. Right? But, but, but now Roop is playing really well. And Mustafa Ahmed is in the uh, the chat. Hello, Mustafa. He, he or she or they have dropped in a, a, a cheeky five-pound super chat. To survive in the PL, we need quality. Sergeant doesn't have any. Bring Dowell Dino in. At least he can produce a bit of quality with his left foot. What's your take on that, JR? Well, look, I, I, I don't want to get into the... Um the bashing of Josh Sargent. I think we can all agree that he hasn't been good enough this season. I think partly down to recruitment. It's not his fault that he's come with a, with a big price tag attached yeah, to his name. I'm, I'm also not fully convinced by Dal. He strikes me as a good championship player. And, and I think that's that. I think we've got better options in them areas. I think it's, um, and I don't know when it will happen. I, it still feels incredibly wasteful to have Todd Cantwell sitting on the bench. I know he hasn't been fully fit. I think he's surely back to them levels now. Um, I like the the idea of your new list. You're going to have um, Milo Rashica coming back into the equation, hopefully by Saturday. So I think we've got better op options than Dow. Um, and, 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 I, and I don't want to get into the Josh Sargent bashing because... I think much like the man who I've got on the back of my shirt, <laughs> Ricky Van Wolfswinkle, oh, um, players dude. can't decide the the amount of money that they're purchased for. Um, yeah. But I agree. Sergeant's not Premier League quality. We can see that. I don't quite know if Dowell is either. Jack, um, I'll tell you what is quality. A bloke called Craig Killett. Get him up in the it, it, on screen, please. Um, first, first of all, um, we will answer. Um, we'll answer his his statement. He says Rook was set up to fail from the start when he started right wing. Fair point. Maybe he just was never played in the in the right position. And a lot. I think I must have. I must have erased that from my memory. Did Rook start right wing? <laughs> that would have surely <laughs> scarred my brain at some point. Yeah, I tried to forget that that Premier League. <laughs> Really it was stuck. it was like when Marco Stiepelman started at left back. Oh God! Oh, that? actually, I, I had a very good chat. Um, sorry, we'll get onto Craig's point in a minute. I had a very yeah. good chat with someone in the pub over a few Guinnesses at, at the weekend, and I said to him, "Look, look, what is Josh Sargent?" Oh, and he goodness. said, "Not Lakens." Uh, the Lakens was that was that was the uh, was the start. Oh, um, the he I said, "What's Josh Sargent? What is he? Who is he? How do we get the best out of him?" And he said, "Jack." Give him time. 
this man is the predecessor to Marco Stiepermann. And I looked at it, looked at him, and I thought, you're right. You are right. This man could be the next Marco Stiepermann. Okay. Sorry. I'm right. No, no, no. Interesting point. Uh, look, I just wanted to say a special shout out to, to Craig. Craig O, as we affectionately known him as, he calls himself TNC photographer. Um, he sits with us. He, he He's my brother-in-law um, and he's an absolute legend. And a lot of you would have seen on, on social media today um, and probably yesterday as well, a video circulating of um, two Norwich supposed fans um who are making munich gestures towards the manchester united fans first of all we both want to say that it's absolutely despicable and it's appalling behavior and there is no place for that in football whatsoever but i wanted to make a special point of this for craig because craig could have easily said nothing but he poked them on the, he, he grabbed them on the shoulder not once but twice and I'm not kidding. You know, they're probably about quadruple his size. And he said, no, stop. And I think Craig is an example of how every proper football fan should be. Yeah, there's banter. And then there's just absolutely disgusting stuff like that. And I just want to say a big special shout out to Craig Killett. Go and give him a follow on Twitter and go and big that man up. I'm really proud that we've got people like Craig as Norwich fans. I really am. Well, I think I think in I think in general, Chris, it takes bollocks to like stand up to people, right? And there were two of them, uh, and they were they were clearly very intoxicated, clearly very aggressive, um, and the, and they did get rather aggressive after Craig spoke about it and 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 thankfully the the actions of, of Craig and and the actions of the Manchester United fans who were filming these two um morons are now being investigated by um the police so hopefully there's a a positive um outcome mm-hmm. from from what was a pretty distasteful and and and, and quite frankly wrong gesture from those two uh, individuals Absolutely, indeed. Um, someone has asked me a question on a, on a different note, perhaps a brighter note, uh, which is something like uh, Kevin Mottershaw. Um, Good name. YouTube. Yeah, that could be name, but that could be name of the uh, name of the podcast. So well, I, 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 we'll get on. We'll, we'll answer this question. I think I may have spotted a better name already, but oh, we'll can, get on to it shortly. Can you raise Kevin, please, Jack? Sure, I can over a few beers. Um, um, unfortunately, where, I can't. I'm, I'm logged into the wrong account tonight. Kevin, thanks. I can't see Kevin. Anyway, What's he Kevin, saying? Anyway, Kevin Mottershaw says, okay, Chris and Jack, please answer. Do you think any of our loan players will be called back or any go out? And this is an interesting uh, one. Kevin. Because I've had a lot of people say to me, oh, yeah, Chris O'Neill or oh, Jordan Hugill, you know, could he maybe be the answer? Maybe we're going to see a player come back from, from loan in, in January, Jack. Because the, the squad is looking a bit... A bit, a bit sparse. We, we've not got money to invest. Could you see Jack a, a player being brought back from loan? No, I, I think I think a, I think some I think some Norwich fans are suffering with what I like to call Kyle Lafferty syndrome, and this is a <laughs> and this is a serious illness where when you haven't watched a player play for a little while, you think they're suddenly better than what they are. Now I like Jordan Hugill, but once again. He's a championship footballer. And there's a reason he hasn't been scoring championship goals this season is because he's not good enough for the Premier League. I love Onel Hernandez. I think he'd be a brilliant um, acquisition back in that changing room. I'm also not sure he's better than a Poeta or a Rashica or a Campwell or a Dowell. So I think there was, there's a reason that these players were set on loan. I think it's for their development. I think it's for the long-term well-being of the football club. And I think we need to think bigger than that if we want to survive in the Premier League this season. Jack, uh, yes, agreed. A uh, couple of other questions just under that one. One from Ash Bootle, who's, by the way, he always watches Ash, so big up Ash. He says, Villa at home, West Ham away, Arsenal at home, Palace away, with aggression as well. I can feel he's saying it like that. Mm-hmm. How many points do you think we will get? Jack, you go first. Five. I feel like I'm on count. I feel like I'm on countdown, and I'm naming how many letters I've got in my word. Five. I'm going for. I'm going for six. Oh, hang on. So, so break it down then. Where are the points coming? Where are your six yeah, you, points coming from? You, you start. What are we getting against Villa? A win. Yeah, me too. Win. So that's Time three. Time for a big win, by the way. And I West can't wait. Away. I can't, can't say I can't wait to do that. 
oh Stevie G, Stevie G, oh Stevie G, this bugger off. Yeah, <laughs> we've got Dino, we've got Dino. Dino's gonna suss them out. I can't blame him. Wait, I really can't. Um, yeah, three points against Villa. Right, so yes, we agree please. on that. West Ham, yeah, that's tough. Lose. Yeah. Something yeah. about West Ham, Chris. Just not getting good vibes. They're flying. They are flying. And it's a horrible stadium. Just no absolutely atmosphere. reeks of a 2 0 defeat. No atmosphere. They'll bully us again, won't they, like they did last time? Unfortunately, they've got too much quality. Arsenal at home. Draw. No, win. Oh, wow. You're going there. Yeah. yeah. Statement win of the season coming up. <laughs> Excellent. And oh, so. No, no, no. no. Why, why are you laughing at that? That's not funny. I'm not laughing. I'm, 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 I'm impassioned by your optimism. Statement win against Arsenal at home, yeah. They dragged through that game like a cold bag of shit at the Emirates, yeah. Is it a statement win against the mid-table Premier League? Yeah, true. Yeah, good point. It would be, I guess, you know, fine. You'd take it, wouldn't you? So are you saying we're getting beaten by Palace? Yeah, I do. Interesting. We're picking up a point in South London. Okay, fair enough. There you go, Ash. Um, This is a weird one underneath this one. George Taylor, boys, I have mice in my loft. Which planet would be the best pest controller? Hmm. I want some ruthlessly efficient. (laughs) And we don't have many. Um, Jack, what's what's your answer to that? I think it's Jakob Sorensen. Because we saw on Saturday that this is a man very able to get rid of pests. Yeah. Ronaldo. Pest. Pest. Literally. Yeah. And and, and the thing I like about Jakob Sorensen... Under the radar, probably doesn't charge through, you know, through the roof, George. Would turn up on time, do a job, not drink you out with your Yorkshire tea supply and get on his way to the next job. So if I'm you, I'm calling the the Danish duck and I'm saying, give me a quote because I've got some mice in my loft and I need them out. Jack, I agree with that. Um, and by the way, there's there's so much love for 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 Craigo in the comments. Let's get some of them up on the screen. Mr. Mans is good stuff. Craig's giving Craig. himself love, which I, uh, I, I love. Self love. Yeah, Susanna. Man. Craig's a legend. Craigo, love it. Get Craig a statue, says Lewis Vincent. Wow, why not? That would be that would be expensive. Happy, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh dear, Declan. Um, Go on. Declan seriously concerned, Chris. And I'll tell you why he's seriously concerned. Chris. Go on, that go on. Goals. Um, that game was there for the taking had we taken our chances. Can't keep doing this or we'll get yeah. rid of it. Thing is, though, is that they weren't sitting. I'm not, I, I'm genuinely, I, I've changed my tune completely. I do this all the time anyway. People call me out for it, but I'm allowed to do that. Um, I felt against Manchester United, those chances weren't blatant sitters. Tottenham was embarrassing up top. And I and I and I stand by that word. It was embarrassing up top. Um I don't think Eda's chance was a chance. He he sliced a slice. I'm gonna forgive him for that. Pookie slices it and then he slices the slice. But Joshy Sargent and Timu's chances, you had to bury those. Against United, uh you know, a couple of, of speculative efforts from the outside the box. Two world-class saves from De Gea, which, by the way, weren't... Um, and, by the way, a great chance as well. Timmy Puki, I believe, on the edge of the box, maybe just inside, who got shot away. It's going top left, and De, De Gea makes a world-class save again. So, yes, it is a concern. Declan, I agree. By the way, thank you so much for your £5 super chat. You don't need to do that, but we massively appreciate it. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not as worried about it now. I think it'll come good against Aston Villa. I do. I think Dino's got them sussed out. Yeah, absolutely. Let, let's take a look ahead to Aston Villa then. Um, and look, there's, there's multiple narratives here. The fact that Dean Smith, of course, managed Aston Villa just a, a month ago. They're, they're on the new management now with Steve and Gerrard. But the man I want to focus on, if we're talking about returns, is that of Emmy Buendia. Uh, he'll be returning to Carrow. How are you feeling about it, Chris? Excited? Nervous? Angry? Um, I'm not excited because he's the opposition. He's the enemy. Um, I'm not nervous because he's not been that good this season. Um, I'm not worried because I think that the Norwich players will know how to wind him up. And I won't be clapping him and I won't be clapping him until after the game because he's an Aston Villa player. Uh, he's an so, Aston Villa player. Look, look, what he did at Norwich, phenomenal. But he's wearing a claret and blue shirt now, okay? When he crosses the white line, 
I'll be giving him just as much grief as every other opposition player. And believe me, that is a lot of grief. I'm, I'm sorry, but that, that's just that's that's how it stands with me. And I'm, do you know what? I am actually, you know, you said the word excited, Jack. I'm not excited about the return of Emi Buendia. I'm excited to see the Norwich players wind him up. Do you think that will be the case? He's off. Banker. Red card. Easiest easiest bet all season long. You think? Yeah, 100%. It was, seen... in, it, it was interesting to hear Dean Smith was asked about Emi Buendia today. And, and, and Dean Smith kept it quite short, but he said he's a fiery character. And I think we yeah. knew that. Yeah, do you exactly. think do you think Dean Smith will be in the ears of Norwich City players? Will be in the ear of, of Ben Gibson saying, kick him. Don't kick think him they'll hard. need to be. I don't think they'll need to be. I think they'll all be kicking him. I think and, and all it takes, right, is if you do that from the start, yeah, you he's a walking yellow card, at least, and there's always a risk of a red. Look, I love Emmy, I respect Emmy. What he did with for the football club was phenomenal, but he plays. He plays with the opposition now. And, you know, after the game, I, I hope that, well, I hope he's still there after the game. He might have already been sent off, but I hope he's there to give us a, a clap, which would be the respectful thing to do. Um, and and I will do that. But, you know, at the start of the game, I, I will be giving him grief and, and I will stand by that. If Norris City perform in the manner in which they did against Manchester United, will they beat Aston Villa? Yes. Yes, we will. Yeah, yeah. I may. What, the, what needs to change? Because you know, it's all well and good saying, "Well, the performances have been good," but if they're not, if they're not translating to points, it doesn't matter. Um, oh, I think I, th- I think I'm looking. I'm looking at our midfield at the moment, and I'm looking at. Oh, I don't, and I know this seems bad, maybe, but I, th- I think people might agree with me. I'm not sure if Billy's given me enough. Right. You've said you, you've been consistent with this viewpoint, I must say. Well, no, I don't know. It's only the last couple what of games. Is it, what is it about him that, that's uh, not, you know, making your, your you know uh, boat float? It's not, it's not Billy. It's the fact that he hasn't got Norman by his side. Right. And I think that when, when Billy is able to find himself in pockets of space and spray passes left, right, phenomenal, phenomenal player, so talented. But I think in these sort of dirty matches that we're playing in at the moment, I, th- I think it's I think we miss that steel next to him. And when he's expected to do a lot more of the dirty work, um, look, but but look, maybe I'm wrong. Um, I haven't studied the stats. I'm just I'm just thinking, I think in our midfield, Jack, I could I would like us to carry the ball forwards better. And I would like us to use the wide areas more with our actual wingers rather than our wing backs, mm. because of course then we get left exposed. Um, but may I think that's only a small thing. I think it's a case of if we play like we did against Manchester United, with the same spirit and desire, I think we'll beat Aston Villa. Yeah, no, I I I, I do feel confident. I I think that I think the the, the short term solution for Norman being out is is push Jakob Sorensen into that position. We've got Ben Gibson back, so I assume he'll be alongside Ozanka back. You're gonna have either Williams or Yanulis um at left back and, and, and Max Aarons at right back. You've got Jakob Sorensen, you know he's up to match speed. Mm. Put him in the midfield and see well, what happens. Kenny. And drop Kenny. Bit harsh on Kenny, no? Uh no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think, I think so. I think he's played really well in the last few games. I, I don't think he. I don't think he's got the defensive capabilities that Jakob Sorensen possesses. Oh, I see how it is. Right. So now you can't pick on Lucas Roop. You're going to pick on Kenny. Are you? I'm not picking on anyone. I, I, unlike you, Chris, I want to see Norwich City win. Oh, rub uh, off that! What is that? There we go. There's the nibble. What a load of old shit. Um, well, I, I, I think you're being a bit harsh on Billy Gilmore. Well, look. What do you think in the comment section? Are you, no, uh, no, I think I think the vast majority of people would agree with you, Chris. Okay, but okay, okay. Do, you, do you want the actual truth? Do you know what's actually just really grinding my gears at the moment? Yeah, go on. It's Chelsea fans saying that he ran the midfield against like this and he did that. And I'm half expecting him to say Billy Gilmore's the front cover star of our bloody program on Tuesday night. Like, I just, I just think like he's a talented player. I'm still, I still think that he's the most, one of the most exciting loan players we've ever signed. I just think he needs someone by his side that can give him that space to do what he does best. That's all I'm saying. 
Look, Charlton fan 2005 has been spamming Charlton v Norwich predictions. And because you've spammed us relentlessly, Charlton fan 2005, yes. I will answer with my honest opinion. We are going to absolutely pummel you. Um, yes. So there you go. Uh, also, thank you for beating Ipswich the other week. That was greatly appreciated. Right. Score prediction for Charlton Norwich? At least six, seven, yeah. possibly. Yeah, I'm, I'm going seven heaven on that one. I really am. Um. There we go. I I, I think. We Do you know what? Can I just 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 a quick comment? That felt quite good, actually. Yeah. Let's let's feel let's feel. Even Sorry, Charlton fan. I'm sure you're you're a lovely person. Let's feel let's feel more good as well. Um. Do you know when that when that was that when there was those videos circulating of um those scenes at the Valley um from some team that used to play in the Championship not so long ago that play in blue and white, um. There were those videos circulated. Yeah, I think it was Wigan. Could be wrong. Portsmouth. Yeah, some, someone like that. I don't know. Um, they play in a ground that they don't own. I don't know. Anyway. Um, Stowmarket. Market. <laughs> Lynn. Um, you know, those videos came out on social media and I saw people saying it was horrible scenes. Oh, this or that. I thought it was absolutely super. <laughs> oh, I absolutely loved it. I got my popcorn out and I was absolutely, I was just, I was loving every second of it. Every second of it, it was glorious entertainment. I and, then, and once again, Chris, we said it, didn't we? Don't think the grass is greener after Paul Lambert. You should have kept him. You should have been grateful that he was keeping you in a mid-table League One position. Oh, and by the way, right, people are saying Alex Neal to Ipswich. No way. He's he, he'll he'll be at Hibs. There's no way he's going to Ipswich. He's a better he's a better manager than Ipswich. No, Absolutely, he is, he's a solid Championship manager. Connor warns. Thanks for the super chat, Connor. Win versus Villa, draw versus West Ham, draw versus Arsenal, win versus Palace. Eight points in the bag. Fight, passion, belief. God, that gets me going. God, that lo those last three words, Connor. God, that gets me going. Fight, passion, belief, and that is. Do you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if old Craigie Shakespeare is injecting them with that when they go out of half time. <laughs> here's some fight. Here's some passion. Here's some belief. You know, I, I think it's but yeah, Connor, yeah, you can do that more often. Do you want to just take just take Jack's place? Yeah. I'll pick him off as host. You I like on. I like Connor's profile picture. He's almost like offering me out in the profile. So come on then. <laughs> you wanna go, Connor? No, he's, he's sort of going, Yeah, here we go. Here come the points, boys. Here come the points, boys. Oh, I love it. Connor, big up. Excellent. Right, a few few final questions and then um and, and then we'll we'll leave you be um for this evening. As if um Sorry, no, I think we'll I think we'll leave it at that. Right, final words, Chris. Um, cannot wait for tomorrow night. Cannot wait. I'm really excited about Tuesday night game. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, it's really tickling. When was head. the last Tuesday night game we were at in oh, person? I can't remember. It's filling me with a lot. Ages ago. Yeah, and you you know what it's like. Tuesday nights under lights at Caro. God, it's loud. It really gets me going. And I think it'll be raucous in the Barclay. I think it'll be a defiant atmosphere. These fans now know. We know that this team are on the edge of, of a win. And I think it will come. And, and, and there's something so sweet about the fact that Dino's there. D By the way, Dino, Dean Smith, right? I've said it before. I'll say it again. Biggest chopper in the Premier League. What did he say in today's press conference? Yeah, oh, he was absolutely fantastic. What he's going to pass to Villa. Basically, he said Villa did me over. Yeah, so it's done. And I and I just thought the way he said it was brilliant. And I think Dino's got revenge on his mind, mm. and I can't wait to see it. Do you know what I also loved? Dean Smith. Um, he said that when his son returned from New York, he didn't want to come and watch his dad at Norwich. He wanted to be back at Villa. And you know what? I respect that from Dean Smith's son. No yeah. family loyalty. Yeah, back where the back's the club you love watching, but you know what, Dean Smith's son? Oh, you dear. get pummeled tomorrow night. Norwich are in town. I'm pleased you added on that bit at the end. Um, <laughs> Craig, Craig, he's in with a stato, by the way. Good old Craig. -o. He says, We've never won on a Tuesday night in the Prem. Hello, really? That is horrific. That can't be true, Craig. -o. No, I think I think I recall us winning against Sunderland, Steve Morrison scoring. Yeah. Or was that not a Tuesday? Hang on, let me search that. It's let me, me put James. that into the old stat meter and see. Hang on, it, it, I think it was it, Norwich 2, 
it's Sunderland me, Nils. has said um, that's getting clipped, by the way. I've no blooming doubt that no context will be onto that shortly. Who um, won 26th of September 2011? Now, was that a Tuesday? Oliver Bensley is in the house. He says, is Chris coming to GY for a Christmas pint soon? Are you? I'm not sure if you're welcome, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I did order some body armour from Amazon the other day. So if it comes on time, I might I might be able to get there, Oliver. Um, but there you go. Um, oh, no, it was a Monday we beat Sunderland. In do, do you know what my message is? My last, my last fighting rally cry to the faithful is let's let's do this on let's do this tomorrow night yeah let's have some let's have some yeah let's fight yeah in the stands and on the pitch let's give no fight not fighting in the stands or maybe like i'll fight you in the stands (laughs) (laughs) i'll fight you if you don't sing again (laughs) oh come on oh no 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 i'm not having it you should be singing from the first second to the last. I do. I do. I need more from you tomorrow night, Jack Reeve. I need... Uh, let's let's get the Barkley. Actually, do you know what? I'm not calling out the Barkley, yeah? I'm calling out the River End tonight. <laughs> I'm calling out the Family End, yeah? You see that passion that you gave when Ronnie dived? I want that all 90 minutes tomorrow mm. night. That's what I want. Good. Um, and in the words of James R, let's be having you um thanks so much for watching everyone i've really enjoyed tonight and quick public service announcement um we've got a tnc opposition preview live and it's going to be happening this thursday it's an early kickoff on the old tnc oppo this time though it's Mm. five o'clock and it's going to be with the west ham fan tv boys love them boys our friends of the channel we love what they do and they love us it's going to be fun there's going to be a couple of those boys trying to Beat me up live on a TNC Oppo. So come and join us, five o'clock. And as always, might I say, a massive thank you for all of the support. It's been phenomenal recently. The, the, the numbers on social are ridiculous. The Instagram followers have just broken 16K. It's phenomenal. And we're so grateful, aren't we, Jack? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and thanks to everyone for tuning in this evening. We'll see you tomorrow night at Carrode. If you see us, give me a hug. Give Chris some abuse. Um, one last comment, one last comment because it's worthy. Christos Felix is in the house. I don't know you're going to bring that up. See you tomorrow, Jack. Hashtag don't bring your picnic bar. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Don't you dare bring a picnic. Hey, who, who has picnic bars in their top three? I tell I you what, it was it, it, it gave me spirit and, and, and joy to see such a, 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 an, an influx of hatred towards you for your after eight selection. You were so confident that people so loved sweet. after eights. No, mate, I'm sorry. Any right, never ever ever trust anyone in life that puts Ferrero bloody rock <laughs> as their number one. That is that's, that's criminal, absolutely criminal. Anyway, thanks for watching, and um, we'll. I, I, I like this. I like this. I, I feel like everyone in life should be given a second chance. And Charlton fan uh, has apologised for spamming. Have a good day. <laughs> He said, Have a good day to you, Charles. Thanks, Charles. I don't think it's going to be seven, by the way. I think it's going to be five. I don't think it's going to be seven either. I think it's going to be nine. (laughs) And on that bombshell, we'll see you all again very soon. Have a lovely Dino, 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 Dino.